0: This is live from the Grand Time Music Festival from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm your host, Andrew Todd, here with music director of the Grand Time Music Festival and my co-host, Donald Runicles. On today's program, we celebrate works by American composers. Two of these composers are perhaps two of the most celebrated living American composers, Jennifer Higdon and Aaron J. Kernis. Works by those two composers, as well as a very well-known work by George Gershwin, his beloved Rhapsody in Blue, featuring pianist Jeremy Denk. Opening the program today, Donald, a work by Jennifer Higdon that was commissioned for the 50th anniversary of the Grand Tea Time Music Festival back in 2011. The title of the piece has a sense of place, obviously all things majestic. That ties to the geography that we know so well here the iconic Grand Teton Mountains. What was the collaboration like with Jennifer in talking about a composition that is representative of this place both geographically as well as musically?
1: In getting to know Jennifer, I found out to my great surprise and joy that she's an avid hiker. Uh, She is a great fan of the national parks, so it was uh, something of a (laughs) no-brainer. Uh, when we were talking uh, about creating a piece specifically uh, for this bucolic valley and I remember Jennifer came out after initial discussions she came out in 2010 and we took a long hike together up the Granite Canyon and uh, we, we talked about a variety of things but of course she was there not just to talk with me but to get to know the mountains to get to know this breathtaking scenery and a feel for the place and she then went went away and wrote this just wonderful piece which to the extent that music can ever really reflect the awe-inspiring nature of these mountains and this valley it's a wonderful work and uh, we're thrilled and quite proud to have brought it here
0: Here is a performance from 2011, the 50th anniversary season of the Grand Tea Time Music Festival. Donald Ronicles conducting the Festival Orchestra at the Grand Tea Time Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Thank A performance from 2011, the 50th anniversary season of the Grand Teton Music Festival, All Things Majestic, a work by Jennifer Higdon that was commissioned for the 50th anniversary. Donald Ronicles conducting the Festival Orchestra at the Grand Teatime Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And you're listening to Live from the Grand Teton Music Festival. We're going to move now to a composer very near and dear to your heart, the Pulitzer Prize winning American composer Aaron J. Kernis. The piece we're about to hear is Musica Celestis, or Heavenly Music. Give us an overview of this piece so our listeners have an idea of of what to expect over the next 15 minutes.
1: Let me just quote briefly what the composer himself said about the work. Musica Celestis is inspired by the medieval conception of the phrase which refers to the singing of the angels, in heaven, in praise of God with end. Aaron then goes on to write, I don't particularly believe in angels, but found this to be a very potent image that has been reinforced by listening to a good deal of medieval music, especially the soaring work of Hildegard of Bingen. Those listening to Aaron's work will be reminded immediately of the Adagio for Strings. Samuel Barber had a a very, very big impact on Aaron. Uh, The music begins... uh, quietly sweetly it's almost as if well he writes in the score it should emerge from nothing and one does have these initial soaring chords which gradually lead into this theme which permeates the whole work and basically the whole work is a variation on this theme that we hear from this almost like a distant uh, string choir and builds up into this ecstatic chatter, uh, if if that's not the inappropriate word when it comes to talking about angels.
0: Do you remember the Robert Frost poem, A Swinger of Birches? He's talking about a, a birch tree and young kid swings on it. At some point, the tree becomes frozen and there's a line in it. The second I heard the climax of this piece, I thought of this line. The ice shatters and he says, it sounds as if the inner dome of heaven had broken it really resonated with me that angels can chatter too. Angels can be in discord too.
1: There's probably a lot to say about us.
0: <laughs> There's good angels and bad angels. <laughs> and Good angels um, on both sides. Yeah. And in that sense, but then he, he he brings it back from this climax. This is uniquely and very much Aaron's own work.
1: I agree. and And, and one of the most profound aspects to this work, and I really use that word judiciously, is its simplicity, where Aaron himself is fascinated by both the writings and the music of Hildegard von Bingen, this mystic who lived in the 11th century. You do feel in this work that you are actually taken back in time to a simple, basic form of music that in some ways One has the feeling of it's something almost primeval, and yet he does that within the context of a work that was written in 1990. You feel as if you've been on a journey.
0: Let's turn now to the performance of Musica Celestis, recorded at the Walk Festival Hall in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, conducted by Donald Ronicles with the Festival Orchestra. You've just heard a performance of the ethereal work by the Pulitzer Prize winning composer Aaron J. Kernis, his Musica Celestis, or Heavenly Music, that was performed by Donald Runicles and the Grand Teatime Music Festival Orchestra. You're listening to Live from the Grand Teatime Music Festival. I'm Andrew Todd, here with my colleague, Donald Runicles.
1: I'm Donald Ronickles, music director of the Grand Teton Music Festival, and you are about to hear a performance of The Rhapsody in Blue, George Gershwin's brilliant work for piano and orchestra, performed at the Grand Teton Music Festival. Andrew, as such a tremendous pianist yourself, and somebody who has a long experience with this work, what are the challenges of this piece? In what way does this work fit so well into the classical repertoire when you realize that George Gershwin was primarily a jazz pianist?
0: I think the first thing you're thinking about as a pianist is the poor clarinetist. (laughs) (laughs) Because before you ever play any of some of the best-known literature in piano, the clarinetist has to hit this very difficult slide up to a high B-flat. And there's something very comforting about knowing somebody in the orchestra is much more nervous than you are about (laughs) performing. The other thing that strikes you is just how many amazing themes there are for the piano. The themes that everybody knows, just how well-timed and how he makes the entire audience wait for the big themes, which at first is the big orchestra theme. People probably know that from United Airlines commercials. Or
1: Fantasia 2000. Or
0: Fantasia. And again, it's that timing and building to something. Just over 15 minutes, it's really quite remarkable.
1: I can certainly attest although I've grown up with this work. It's the very first time I've conducted it and uh, had a phenomenally good time working with Jeremy Denk, who's one of the best at this piece. But there are those complicated moments where I thought, whoa, (laughs) this is hard.
0: I think the other interesting thing about the piece is people probably assume that Gershwin is responsible for all of it. In fact, this composer, Ferdé Groffet, did the orchestration which everybody really knows, that big, lush orchestration. What Gershwin really knew was the very lean jazz version for the Paul Whiteman Mm -hmm. Orchestra. And in that sense, it's the work of two great American composers. And just to tie it back into the Grand Teton Music Festival, guess who conducted it the very first season in 1962 in Jackson Hole? Ferd Grofé. And a performance of none other than... The Grand, Canyon, the Grand Suite. Canyon Suite. Should we listen to this performance? Please. Donald is conducting the Festival Orchestra with the wonderful Jeremy Dank at the piano. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Undoubtedly, some of the most iconic music in American history, George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, a performance that featured the pianist Jeremy Dink in 2011 when he joined the Festival Orchestra and Donald Runicles in a performance at the Grand Teatime Music Festival in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This has been a presentation of the Grand Teatime Music Festival located in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Live from the Grand Teatime Music Festival, is a co-production of the Grand Time Music Festival and Classic Digital Syndication's Vic Minzer, producer. Live from the Grand Time Music Festival is supported by John and Barbara Vogelstein. And by the way, we'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and write us, which is easy to do. Simply send us an email at listener at gtmf.org. Of course, each and every episode, we invite you to come visit us and hear our music festival in wonderful Jackson Hole, Wyoming. For more information about the festival, go to gtmf.org. I'm Andrew Todd, and thanks for being with us.